At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thanks for tuning in to Boner Planet Podcast. Watch the full video exclusively on Carbon TV. This show is brought to you by Tinks, Scent Crusher, Camp Chef, and Cat Work Truck. Victory Archery and Thorn Broadheads. Cobra Archery and Shadow Hunter Blinds. Burris Optics and Reveal Cellular Trail Camps. HHA and HHA USA. Additional support by Under Armour and Deer Camp Coffee. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. Myself, Tim Mazarana, in my home studio tonight. And then uh, joined by Dave and Kevin over in our main studio. And uh, it's going to be a fun night tonight. Got a couple of uh, great guys hanging out with us tonight from the Fair Chase, Jared and Jim. How's it going, fellas? Doing good. Awesome. Very good. Awesome, awesome. So tell us, kick it off. Tell us a little bit about the Fair, about the Fair Chase. You guys are a podcast. You do some writing and stuff as well that I see. Give us the background. When did it start? How'd you guys get started? What was the idea behind it? Let us hear it. Yeah. Jared, you want to do it? Nope. You got this one? I nope. never do. All right. <laughs> it so, sounds like Dave and I talking together. Yeah. It's we're uh, saying goodbye in these podcasts. That's what's gonna be. Jim will like clockwork try to throw me right under the bus whenever we start our episodes out. And he always asks, Hey Jim, you want or, hey Jared, you want to do this one? I'm like, no. <laughs> no never, never, you never do. But here's the thing that opens the door for mockery the entire rest of the episode. <laughs> like true. ever, if I ever have a dry moment in a podcast, then people can mm. listen back and, and listen for it. I'm just gonna start making things up about Jared. I make up facts about him that never <laughs> happened. And usually they're so outlandish, you have no like you're kind of speechless. You got nothing to say. And so I would imagine people listening think you're one weird dude. So High what's school? the one thing the, what's the one thing we don't know about Jared? <laughs> He's got four nipples. <laughs> oh my god. Holy cow. Yeah, like a cow. It's weird. It, uh, <laughs> Are they at least symmetrical? No, they're all over the place. He's got one on his back. No. It's like uh, something out of Revelation, you know, going on. It's not oh, one of my strong suits. Oh, oh no. Uh, bringing it back to your question. Come on, keep us on track here, Dave. Jim, come on. Uh, we uh, started the fair chase actually initially called Boga uh, because, um, well, the idea is we really just wanted an excuse to hunt and, and do hunting stuff. Uh, we were big into bow hunting, still are. And so my wife would go and do yoga. And so I'd always tell her, I'm, while you do yoga, I'm going to go in the backyard, do a little boga, shoot my bow around for a while. So I love it. Mm-hmm. It started with just a spot where we dumped pictures. Uh, from things Jared and I did uh, when we'd go hunting and at the uh, encouragement I would say of my younger brother who was kind of in marketing and stuff he's like you you guys gotta just keep posting pictures yeah I, I think people will you know, follow it or whatever so we started doing that and, and sure enough people listened and he's like all right you know that was just step one now you need a podcast you guys record them I'll edit them it'll be great so I'm like no no one needs to hear you know, no one needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing to say. 
it's going to be just idiocy, <laughs> Nothing right? but nipple talk. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing but nips. And so uh, finally he won, of course. And so we're like, all right, we'll do one, but you're editing it. And like, if it's bad, we are pulling the plug. We're never doing it again. So we went downtown Grand Rapids, um, right. River City it's... Studio, I think it was called. Yeah, right over by the fish ladder, kind of. We didn't want to invest in getting mics. First of all, because we didn't know what mics to get, what how they plugged in or anything, anything. Is that so near like, the bob gonna... by the way what's that no Is that near the bob nope okay well, that's, that's the only up. thing i know in grand rapids <laughs> <laughs> sure it's not even it hasn't been the bob for a long time it's like oh really see on like oh, a short thing since the bob last yeah, time i was on. in grand rapids i was on a sunday and i wanted to watch a football game and then i found out they didn't serve beer on sundays so i'm like i'm never coming back here i think yeah. that changed that <laughs> we're now beer city so i think yeah. uh i think you can get yourself a beer on on saturday here but there we anyways go. We did it. Um, it seemed like we had fun. Honestly, that was really it. We had fun doing it. And we're like, all right, we'll uh, we'll do a cute couple more. So we we would meet up at the River City uh, Studios um, for a little while, and then finally got stuff going. And we, uh, as of last year, changed to the Fair Chase. Um, you know, for various reasons, we we do a lot of gun hunting. We do a lot of things aside from just deer hunting uh, with bows. Um, and wanted to highlight some of that too, trapping, uh, small game hunting, rifle hunting, whatever else. Awesome. 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 So how did you guys, your personal backgrounds, how did you get into hunting? Who taught right. you? Was it a family thing? Yeah. Um, you know what, Jared, I, you're, you do this one. You can handle That's fine. This. I'll, I'll take it from here. Go hand me the reins uh, it's just going to be a cliche answer. I learned from my dad back when I was young, he used to take me out, you know, deer hunting, although he was, he was a shitty hunter. Um, I, I, I mean, I learned a lot from him. Don't get me wrong. Well, you can always he, learn what not to do. I <laughs> learned a lot of things not to do. And, but I mean, he, it was great. We went out Turkey hunting up North, uh, in like the Baldwin area, like in Wexford County, we'd go up there. Uh, to, to the traditional Michigan deer camp, um, just a bunch of walking around in the woods with a gun, not seeing any deer. Um, Probably because you're walking that, around in the woods with a gun. Exactly. Yeah, that would exactly. be the problem right there. <laughs> just strolling around, you know. Yep, that's it. But uh, really, the the passion for hunting started to develop, I guess, in high school uh, when James and I would go up north to his cottage, and we would start tromp tramping around like the state land up in there. And, and starting to figure out how deer navigate through the woods and habits and wind direction and all this different stuff. And then kind of as soon as um, I got out of the Marine Corps, we really started hitting the ground running and just dumping, jumping right into this stuff. And yeah. it kind of just, it just started exploding a little bit. Like the passion, we just got bit in. That was it. And we realized that we like to go into a spot we had never been mm -hmm. and just go in and try to figure out where, where deer were and so it was a lot of learning how to read sign read maps um weather condition it was just kind of like we had oh we had grown up a lot in high school doing the same thing you know and it was like yeah, man right. there's so much fun stuff and maybe you know it took us a while to be more consistently um successful but now it's like it's a lot easier and it's a lot more fun a lot more you know like rewarding i guess you could say uh, when you do it that way yeah, for have sure. You, have you, so, so what have you learned? Like, what is the number one thing? If you're going out first time with a guy or a young kid that's never hunted before, what would you tell them is the most important thing? 
Yeah. Um, that is a great question because it can take you many different ways that the, the conversation and the topic can go. But I think for me personally, the best thing to tell somebody new who's just starting out for hunting is um, hunt the freshest sign. I found that to be the most, not necessarily rewarding. I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but it is, it has proven the most successful in the past um, because there can be many times where, you know, you can look at a map and say, oh, where there's this perfect pinch point right here. There's, there's food off to the South. The, the wind's perfect. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to shoot a monster buck. And you go in there and there's nothing but dirt and grass. There's no sign. There's no tracks. There's no scat. There's, there's nothing there. And until you find that fresh sign where, you know, the deer are going through, you're going to be a lot more successful. And that's, I guess that's what I found in the past that. No, that's great. I love that. I, you know, it, I think another way to say it is hunt the, hunt the steamiest poop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. <laughs> yep. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I would agree. I would agree I'm just, I mean, here's my point. This is my whole goal tonight is just to see how much I can annoy Dave. That's he, my whole no, I got stories. I didn't even start yet. I got tons of great stories. I, I was thinking about you guys talking about state land and, you know, just like, you know, new places and all that. And I thought about, and just, you know, honey, hanging out honey. Right. So like, I just remember this one time that <laughs> we were hunting and you know, at night we we had we had this camper. It was freezing outside, by the way. We had a pop-up camper, and there was like me, Tim, and Ron, I think, and we stayed at Mr. Sean Meisner's house. And we had oh this big, gosh, yeah, we had this I big bonfire, right? It's yeah. after the hunt, you know, at night, drinking some pops, you know. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like three in the morning, and Tim and I are still talking about life and you know sure. why we chose our paths and all this stuff. And Tim at one point fell asleep standing or something, and he's like, "Are you still talking?" And anyhow, long story short, we of course did not go out in the morning hunt. We're you know sleeping in, and then we get a call from Ron. And at, what did he need to Tim? Though something happened. I, you know, I want to say I think he said he shot something, or he at least needed to be picked up. And I don't necessarily remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> so we had to drive out there. It was a little bit of a rough morning. You know? We're driving out there, and Tim goes, "I gotta pull over." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" This. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what is going on? oh my god <laughs> so, so this this is how the morning one is like dave and i are sitting there literally like talking for probably close to six hours straight just <laughs> shooting the shed around a bonfire right and yeah. all of a sudden we're sitting there talking and ron ron walks out of the pop-up <laughs> camper like all dressed up and we're like what are you doing camo. He's like Full camo. he's like uh yeah <laughs> i'm going hunt, hunting I'm, and we look at our we look at our watches we're like oh shit it was like it was like five <laughs> o'clock in the morning <laughs> You know, you, you get to chatting, you get a little whiskey around yeah. the fire, you're in the, you know, in the yeah. woods, time flies. It was crazy, yes. man. Yes, I, I usually get tired, but I didn't, we weren't even tired. We we're like money. We're just sitting there talking, shooting the yeah. shit the whole time. It was so I weird. think so. So I think my number one tip, you know, that just reminds me, my number was one tip is never hunting with a hangover. Fair. <laughs> you know? We've all done especially it. On, especially on state property, because there, there was one time where kind of had a bit of a hang over there again, and uh, maybe have tossed my cookies, you know, in the middle of the woods, and all of a sudden, um, about three minutes later, this guy comes walking out. He's like, did you hear that? I'm like, Big no, buck. man, what are you talking about? And <laughs> I didn't know him. I didn't know him at all. This is a random guy came walking out of the woods. <laughs> 
And then, then literally about 30 seconds later, a guy from my left comes walking over and he's like, did you guys hear that? And I'm like, Somebody no, man, they're both buddies. And they're like, dude, I thought you fell out of a tree or something. I'm like, I didn't hear anything. It was, was it you puking that made the noise? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's Who's a low, man. Or is it high? It's hard to tell. Did you guys hear that? Someone needs help. Oh my Some God. Hey, you're looking out for your boys, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No? That's good stuff right there. Uh, clean fun. <laughs> it was horrible. It was the last time we Valuable lessons. For sure. You notice one thing about these stories. There's not a whole lot of deer stories. You no. Know? <laughs> Life Puking lessons. in the woods. Oh, Half of it's just the experience. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> oh, my goodness, man. Oh, I tell you. All right. So tell us about the podcast, right? Like, do you guys have topics that you always like to cover is it kind of free form is it just you guys do you interview other people kind of like what we do or what, what what's the format i like we like to bring people on that have done a bunch of different things mm-hmm. so everything from hound hunting for bears to um you know being a super mobile whitetail hunter to you know duck hunter or whatever um and hearing their stories and what we found to be kind of a good mix is through stories you end up learning little nuggets about something about life Mm -hmm. often about hunting so we'll have you know guys that that train you know like physical trainers for for a living you get to learn about what physical and mental toughness is from these guys or um you know like i said um the guys from the untamed had them on, got to know them pretty well and just see like the uh, history and the culture behind hunting with hounds and the, the, you know, the kind of the Southwest of uh, or Southeast of the country for bears. Like it's, it's a totally different thing. Which to go off that before we went on that hunt, I was a little bit against hound hunt. Were you? Yeah, I was. I don't know if I ever told anybody that. (laughs) It is so funny funny you said that. I think those words just came out of Dave's mouth on the last podcast. Podcast ago today. Yeah, Yeah, there's a big discussion about politics and and, uh, and hunting, and it was a real deep, real deep conversation, but I was just saying it's never been my big thing. Like, But my thing is, like I was saying in the podcast, I wouldn't speak out against it because it's still part of hunting. So like, if Mm -hmm. you want to do it, do it. It's not my thing, but do it. But like you said, I've actually never done it besides rabbits. Right. So maybe I would like it, I guess, you know, I don't know. I'll I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) I would go, I would go do that again in a heartbeat. Um, the bear that watching the dogs work is crazy. Um, the amount of country that you just are running around trying to keep up with these crazy dogs that can just go up a mountain in like 10 seconds and not be tired. They're, those dogs run like, I have no idea. I'm throwing a random number, 50 miles at least in a day, yeah, up and down pretty, mountains all around and just watch it. it. It was great. Um, but like, I could totally see why it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's just different. Um, very different. And, and yeah. it feels like it's more actually the dogs hunt than your hunt. Uh, you're, you're following and trying to keep up with these dogs that are trained. I mean, those guys train those dogs. They're all year. They're, they're treeing bears right now. It's not even hunting season. They're just practicing and running and the dogs love it. So yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. We we've, yeah. uh, I mean, well, that's like, like Dave and I have had this conversation, you know, and he's in that. I said, but you know what? I have a beagle and I rabbit hunted with beagles and I love it. I mean, yeah. And the, the beagle does all the work, but it's just, watching her work and listening to the braying and knowing she's bringing a rabbit back and everything. So I can understand why 
somebody who has dogs that hunt bears would be into it, you know? Oh yeah. I got my, my dog laying right behind me right now. He's a big squirrel dog. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, like I can hardly shoot a weapon, a bow gun around him. Cause he like takes off after wherever I shot and is like looking up in the tree for something <laughs> to fall yeah, down. Did you, you, get know? One? Did you get one? Yeah. So, and usually he's pretty disappointed because I, uh, I'm just sending bullets in the air a lot of the time. So yeah. and I think we, like, we yeah, had, a, um, Kevin and I actually had a pretty bad experience with a bear and a dog. And I think that's one of the reasons I never liked it because <clears throat> we were hunting on private land in the upper peninsula of Michigan. He had pulled his bear tag. Yeah. He had the second week, which is the, the dog week. Yep. But the problem was, so he had a bear coming in per trail camera every, every morning it's or every night, at seven, seven o'clock, seven 30, every night. <clears throat> and, uh, the night this happened, the dogs came on, but the problem wasn't necessarily that there was dog hunters. I no issue with that. The problem was they came on the private land we were on and they shot that bear. And mm -hmm. so for us, that was number one, it's poaching. It's not, you're not allowed to go on anybody's land. Right. You, just because your dog treats something on private land you shouldn't be shooting on the private land so it's not the dog's fault it's not the the sport's fault it's those people but that bothered us because we're sitting there and we could hear this happening like you know 100 yards from us on our land and we hear a gunshot you know we're like what <clears throat> we were sitting here waiting for this bear to come in <clears throat> so so you were in the up tarnished it <laughs> you were you were hunting bait in the up <clears throat> yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I got, I did that. I did that last year, um, for a spot that I had a, saved up points for forever and sat out all week. Didn't see a, a single bear all, all week. Yeah. And those are long sits during you know, the early season. Year. Yeah. <laughs> was, I was there oh, with you. <laughs> were you? <laughs> yeah. It was a bummer. So now I got to wait and build all the points up again. Yeah. You know, Yeah. have you been pulling the elk one? I always oh, submit, yeah. uh, this year I did antler or antlerless. I think I don't know how I many did, points I did I bull to. only because I'm, did. A, I'm you're a such a trophy only. hunter, man. <laughs> it eats meat. All right. You can't eat the antlers. It's once right? in a lifetime. I'm not going to spend that lifetime on a cow. I shoot a cow. I'm I'm not above it. If I yeah, if I pull that tag and it's well, a cow I kill tag, the cow too. I, agree. Oh, I mean, yeah, okay. for as many points as it takes, man, I don't know. I'd, I'd take what I can get for sure. I'm, I'm well, it depends if you need it now. That's the thing. If you, you can wait, you might as well go for the bull. And if you don't care if you get it this year, then just go for the bull. If you get the point, right? I mean, exactly. And if I big deal. lottery and get a bull tag, hey, eat it. Every year know? I do have do this we know when, that, when is that drawing, by the way? Uh, July. I think it's like yeah. the 5th oh. of July or something like that. All right. Yeah, today, no point looking then. <laughs> today was the last day to uh, get your points. You do it? I thought, yeah, I thought yesterday I put was. my bear one in, yeah. You can get the I never put I think it. it is, I think it is June 1st. I think it's like right. through June 1st. Very good. Yeah. I think you have like yeah. one or two in a lifetime or something. You know, one a lifetime and... Once. Yep. You're not odds, getting any younger. The odds, <laughs> the odds of me getting that... I'll go out west and go for an elk before I go. For you can do over the counter. I always do it because I figure... I mean, someday I'll draw it. I started young enough where I'll get it. <coughs> It'll be cool. But otherwise, I'm def if I want to get an elk, it's you got to go out west. I'm not waiting for the uh, no. the Michigan yeah. draw. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be well, interesting this year, too. Um, they had that big, that big wild, well, not big, for, big for Michigan, that big wildfire uh, fire up in elk country. It was right in the middle, 2,000 acres that burned yeah. right in the middle of elk country wow. up here. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see if that changes where they're at i know that they've been coming a lot more south we actually there's a there's a property that we hunt um that was supposed to be out of range um of the elk population and uh we actually had a neighboring property 
or property that was very close to one of the properties I hunt up in the area that uh, found elk um, sheds on their property. That's so cool. So it's so uh, they're cute. they're there. They're they're coming. They're moving around. I think it's a bigger population than what the DNR thinks it is. I know they're trying to manage it. To, I think somewhere around keeping it around a thousand animals or so, but I think it's bigger than what they think. So I want them see. to lose total control of it, and there nope. just to be elk oh, everywhere. So it'll be awesome. great, man. I agree with you. <laughs> you know, I agree I, with you hundred percent. I always am like waiting. I want the bears to spread like they have been. Uh, yeah. You know, I want the elk to spread. I want more mountain lions. I want all the things. You know. Yeah. No, and I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm not going to say uh, anything about wolves because this is Michigan, and someone's going to get mad no matter what I say. But just <laughs> you know. Well, I want to see one. I well, want to see one. De- I've been hunting the up. I've been hunting the Upper Peninsula for over thirty years, and I now have not shot a deer up there in nine years straight. Really? And there's been at least four years I've never even seen a deer, but I've seen wolves. You see a lot of wolves. Really? I've seen. <laughs> so the last time I saw them was about three years ago. I saw six of them. They were hunting the same deer I was hunting. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> They won. And, and you could tell they were hunting. It was kind of neat because I saw one. I thought, oh, wow, look, I got to see a wolf. And then all of a sudden I seen two more behind it. And they were they were moving like a Marine Corps military uh, platoon. <laughs> there was yeah, two sure. more behind them. It was like six of them before it was over. And they like one had moved and the other moved and the other moved. And man, and, watching uh, watching wolves. Ass animals, man. Yeah, when yeah. watching them hunt is inc- I, I got to see a little of that out west. Um, and they did like a pincer move, you know, they mm-hmm. like one went above these elk calves and one went below, and they were like, yeah. it was like it was pretty incredible. The big they're good that. hunters, I'll give them that. Yeah, much like Jared and myself. Yeah, <laughs> they wore the wolf pack. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Changing <laughs> our name, <laughs> up, baby. The wolf wolves of fair chase. <laughs> Air high five. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, so do you guys have um do you have a memorable podcast? Like you think back and say, this is the one where I fell in love with a podcast. A memorable hey. podcast where we fell in love. Oh, there's with just so the, many, you know. It's with hard each to pick, other hard to pick or... just one. Jared fell in love with me at first sight. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> there's another thing you didn't know about me, apparently. Yeah, this is his month, but we'll we'll not get into that either. Um <laughs> yeah (laughs) i don't know i think it just kind of slowly grew like as we kept doing it it was like this is cool this guy was cool this guy was cool you know you get to talk to guys um you know we had an nfl kicker on or you know a guy who lived with wolves for a month or you know a guy that won the alone um tv show or whatever cool oh which one which guy which guy you have on i watch them all um clay clay hayes okay yeah yeah he was more recent he's a bad dude um was he the guy that that got the was it the moose i don't know no, i've, I've never the seen one, the show he, he was the one that got chased by the bear i think okay <laughs> i want to see it it looks awesome I've, I've not watched it yet and i keep saying like oh we had that guy in the podcast actually before he hit it big some might even say that really his step into we were the fame, catapult yeah yeah that's been said i believe it i do that's cool yeah and so just like you get to hear these guys or like i believe um, the guy from what's that i believe he got a deer with a bow i'm I'm, okay yeah it's the one i'm thinking of i think he took a deer on the show and and uh he did really good you got to be a kind of a bad man to go do what those guys do like that's that's not i I wouldn't last a day I mean, no. I'll just freely admit it. No. You start talking to rocks. 
Yeah, no, I, I would totally have to like, you get what, 10 items? Yeah. One of them would have to be a volleyball and a Sharpie. Yeah, sure. Sure. No, no, no. You got to use your own blood, man. Yeah. You don't need a Sharpie. Otherwise, it's not real. You got to save it. Yeah. You got to take a knife for that instead. Yeah, be cheating. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Man. We've had a few over the years like that. We did a lot of the Naked and Afraid guys a long time, a couple years ago. We haven't done them in a while, but we loved it because it was interesting take on outdoors, you know, like right. how they survive those type of things. And the long one makes more sense to me because it's like at least you get the basic gear that you would need to survive whereas naked and afraid was more like kind of dumb because you're it's like stupid it's not realistic like you want to go out there like you know ten thousand years ago and it's just disgusting to see people get eaten alive by bugs like that and stuff that's what i was just gonna say that's what sold it to me the you know this turkey this last turkey hunt that we went on what was it now (laughs) went on it naked (laughs) no no, but that that, that's what that's what sold me on, on saying i would never survive on a show like that is uh you know we're we're fully covered pants you know long sleeves hat all that kind of stuff and the mosquitoes and man, and mosquito repellent the crap yeah you don't want deed on your ridiculous. ticks all over us ticks yeah mosquitoes uh not even the mosquitoes really tim it was more the was it oh it was mosquitoes sorry sorry yeah was. well the ticks Swarms. freak you out but the mosquitoes Swarms. are the ones that i hate them they love me but i hate them it's a love-hate relationship so, so kind of like what i feel you know about you guys you know you guys got this love-hate relationship going. yeah mostly love <laughs> i'm not jared really sure who loves who and who hates who but it's, it's jared <laughs> hates how much we're gonna get to me. it we're it gonna depends get to on it. the day really that's right it's like oh man i freaking hate you one day and it's like dude come here bro <laughs> you just, you just get it. It's a bromance. <laughs> awesome. So oh, for the show, man. you guys are doing. I was looking at some of the uh, podcasts you guys have done. uh It looks like you guys are averaging like somewhere between. I don't know. It looks like your lowest ends forty-four minutes, and your highest ends like a, an hour thirty-two. So that's a pretty big spread. How do you yeah. guys de- decide on length? Just if it's going well, like we're pretty much like forty minutes and out generally. But you That's guys, I try to go long ones. Yeah, well, unless it's boring, Dave, then we'll cut, <coughs> then we'll cut it early. So, Time hey guys, go. nice meeting you. Thanks it's for joining the Baller Planet podcast. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, no, if we're making it past that forty, we're we're in good business. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 you, if we lose the audio. You know, that's when you know it didn't go well. Yeah. Oops! You got you. You know, we have lost it before. We <laughs> we, we did, did one. I've, I think I've told this story before. We did this one with Aaron Snyder uh, oh, right yeah. when we started. Super like the nicest guy, very willing to just. These guys had clearly had no idea what we we're doing. He's willing to spend all this time. So he came on, and we did like a two-hour podcast. At first, we had no uh-huh. cap on it. We get to the end. I had a. I was sicker than a dog. Like I had a fever. I'm like, but no, this is Aaron. I. He's so cool. Like he does all these cool things. So by the end of it, I'm like, all right, guys, that went well. You know, I didn't feel well, but like we did it. And then I realized we'd never hit record. We spent two hours. Oh my god! He goes to he goes to hit stop on the record, and it starts recording. Oh. Oh, And he looks at me. He goes, oh shit. Yeah. What? He's like. I never pressed too much. This sounds like there. Tim. I feel like I, this is a remix of Tim and everything yeah. I do in life. Yeah. So <laughs> me? You're yeah. talking about me? We found that Brian Arms thing, and the guy's like, me. "Oh, you got the mic plugged in? No, I forgot to put the mic in." <laughs> we don't need the mic for that. We didn't need the mic for that. Well, you know what though? You, after you do it for a while, you're like a well-oiled machine, like a Swiss watch. Right, see, I don't, I don't find that true with us. No. I find it true with myself. <laughs> We call it amateur hour around here. <laughs> I just have Jared tell me what to do. Jared's the tech savvy one uh, yeah. for us. So James so has never I. quite 
made it past yeah. amateur hour. <laughs> I, you know what? I, all I have to do is plug, plug one plug in. The, the wrong way. In. And then I'll notice it. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. When, yeah. He, when these guys have tech questions, they come to me. That seems right. Yeah. <laughs> we did not choose the right path being tech guys because now everyone comes and asks us questions. Yeah. Or, have fun with that. I don't want like, to know tech. Then people ask me and I have to figure out their questions. And so I'd rather yeah. just ask Jared yeah. and it sucks. It's a Jared, good life. Hey, make the, Hey, make this work. Yeah. yeah I do that a lot. I do turned something. it on and it's not working. Yeah. Do something. Not sure what to do at this point. That's no, about so, my knowledge of tech. Turn it some on. of the, yeah. some of the yeah. stuff we do on the side, like we do a lot of side work here with media, with hunting and outdoors. So one of the things we did just recently was with Brenton Arms and Brenton is a newer gun company and they hired us to come help with some videos of, of them doing all these like our Tesla type stuff. They're going to talk about the product. So mm-hmm. we film like without, without issue, we film like five or six EPs of this, the, you know, these different things like, Oh, this is what it does. And then and no problem. And then at this one point, I think we moved the camera inward to like get like some B-roll. Then we pulled it back. And then Tim was in charge at that point, not me. And so <laughs> he says this, but I'm going to tell you the real way it rolled out. He didn't plug the mic back in. So then the owner was like going through this thing and he gets the end. He goes, I go, that looks pretty good guys. Except for, I don't think the mic's plugged in. He goes, get out of here. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. So that's the way it really moves out. Like, like we're set up out? to not do anything, but film the episodes. Right. But then Dave's like in his ADD mind goes, oh no, 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 no. We need to zoom in here. We need to get some B-roll. We need to do all Fair. this kind of stuff. And we're that all happened. set up everything's like in its spot. You got to move anything. You got to unplug everything. This the so problem I'm like, the whatever, I'll system. do it real quick. I unplug it. I put it back. Dave goes back over to the camera and resets Dave. up the shot. This and is never fair. This is fair. I think you're right. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and man up and take it. Cause I think you're right. <laughs> you know, that's big of you. Damn it. Yeah, that's very big of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to help you out here, Tim. Uh, I'm going to bring it back to the original question. <laughs> or maybe it was Dave. No, I don't even Dave. remember the original question. The original Thanks. question was, how do you decide on podcast length? It goes yes, from 45 minutes as a low to an hour and whatever. We like to keep it under an hour, mm-hmm. ideally. Sometimes we had we had Donnie Vincent on. He went like two and a half once. Like, But I wasn't going to wow. stop him. He was telling good stories. Never, right? You don't stop Donnie. You don't stop Donnie. You, you just don't. don't. <laughs> um, and we so, we, so most of the time it's around that. Just because like, I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts really, but if I were to listen to one, I wouldn't want to spend over an hour. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. really that. No, you I get it. No, that, that, and that makes a lot of sense. You know, we, we kind of have a you know, similar thing is like, where does my attention span tar- start to lack? Right. And it yeah. is, it's right around that. It's right around that mark. So anything less, so I listen, not, not your guys. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> I, listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I fall asleep. Right. Oh, sure. So when it's an, and that's why I said, not hey. yours. So it's not yours. That <laughs> this is ours. That's what I wanted. To, I wanted to make it's that ridiculous. clear. It's not yours. That puts me to sleep, but I listen to podcasts and I, I kind of fall asleep to them, um, you know, at night. So if it's an hour, that's a perfect amount of time. I can listen to, you know, almost all of it and I'm out by the end of it. But if it's too short, then I'm like, man, that was kind of like, I want more, you know, I got to go on to the next one and, you know, my mind resets and I, you know, but that, that's just, me. That, that's, if it that's doesn't my... go, if it doesn't go long enough, it's disappointing. And, and Jared knows all no, about it. Is. Yeah, Jared no, knows all sure. about it, but uh, we'll, we won't get into that. Uh, Tim, I guess the question oh, wow. I have for you to, to switch that back. Sorry, Jared, it was too easy. Uh, but what's your pot? How do you, what's podcast do you go to sleep to? Yeah. So I listen to a lot of like 
catch up news, market news type of okay. stuff. And that stuff's boring anyway. It's just part of my day job type of thing. So it, it's those types of podcasts that I'm listening to kind of checking up on what markets did and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's not too exciting. Sounds like we're nothing in a bit get, of a bear market. Yeah. This is a bear market right now, Tim. Things aren't looking so good it out is. there. It is. Bear market. It's hunkering yeah. down, waiting for yeah. that bull to come out it. again. You got it. It's a very interesting, uh, it's a very interesting uh, world we live in right now from an economic standpoint, but I digress. Yes. I digress. So, um, I mean, is there anything else you guys are working on project wise? Right now it's all hunt planning and thinking about and shooting and getting ready. Um, so that, I mean, that's mostly it. I know I'm, I'm getting ready. I got an Alaska hunt here in two months. I, I think I leave. So I got to get ready. What's that? What species? Uh, caribou. Awesome. Yeah. So Ooh. I got to start stretching out my range a little bit. So it's been less time with the, the recurve and a lot of time, a lot more time with the compound. I, I'm switching to actually a finger release, uh, like a trigger release this year, uh, just because the oh, way. Like what? You're switching? Tr- yeah. I don't, I don't do the thumb anymore. Did I not tell you that? You didn't. Yeah. I, I just like, I, last year I kept, it was just too much. There's too many things. Like I want one thing attached to me. So I don't have to worry about it. Oh, gotcha. When we're walking around and stuff and it's fine. It's given me a little bit of a hard time, uh, just make that switch. Um, I have a bit of a problem with target panic. So I've, uh, usually I find that I switch releases and things actually get better for a little while and then they get worse again. Um, because you stop thinking about yeah. the target pa- panic and you're it happens to me all working time. on your your yeah. consistency yeah my, my plan is to not work on target panic at all just keep switching back and forth between releases and uh you know like hopefully, hopefully yeah you know I, I also heard that switching bows too i mean if you just randomly switch your bow to something you never shot before that you know that could help too i have done that before there was a period of time where i yes. shot he's not wrong I shot all of the, bo- I owned and, and resold and bought all the bows that were out like elite prime Matthews Hoyt, you know, bear, all of them switching back and forth. I got a little obsessed with that for a while. So, but that turns out didn't fix it. So anyways, what we're working on right now is a lot of that, a lot of podcast Duh. stuff. Uh, <laughs> what, what are we working on anything secret? Should we just, Oh yeah, uh, we, we got a shoot coming up. Yeah, we do. We've got a uh, Michigan 3D archery shoot, kind of like a attack light. Attack we're light. We're gonna do one. Um, it's gonna be rock. You're not allowed to wear a backpack on our course. Yeah, you can't do that. Or a not- or a trucker hat or any kind of solids. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> you can't deal dirt naps no, and come to this shoot. Are you guys going to the attack? Yeah, we are. Yeah. As a show, or are you going just to go? Or are you gonna have a booth or anything? Nah, we're gonna go shoot. We're not. We're not, you know, I want to go and shoot it, you know? Yeah, I've, I've never up. been Someone to tech. Would know yeah, you've never Jared, been to him? This is my first year. Jared goes a lot. I'm always camping around this time. We went earlier this year, and so I've got, or later we're doing, um, and so I've never been. I'm excited to uh, see what it's all about. I'm ready to lose some arrows. I'm ready to get hurt. There you go. Yeah, you know? our first year was last year. Um, working it, though podcast yeah. we don't really shoot like anything we don't get to do um, the fun stuff we always get we always get tasked with something come shoot with us when you're there just <laughs> yeah. lo- you know you don't need responsibility you, you're gonna come get, see us because i can be able to find you so many people you have to come find right. me <laughs> we'll find you you know what i'm gonna do we're i'm gonna make a sign wait that a minute says, come find me where are you guys staying 
I don't know. No, no, yeah. admit, Jared, will you do that? I've been saying let's camp. He doesn't want to. Oh, we're no, camping. We're, we're camping camp at Traverse City, actually. <laughs> Jared, let's yeah. camp. Man. KOA. We all have, well, we're I mean, we're we're mm. we're camping in campers. I don't know if yeah. I don't know if when when we say camping camp. and you say camping, it we, means we the don't same mean thing. the same thing. Jared, yeah, so a, we're glamping. Jared, you have a camper. There you go. Can we use your camper, man? Yeah, it's also like 475. You do you have to ask? your wife if you can use your camper is that how that goes <laughs> you want me to pull the camper up there yeah i would love Should. that That'd be sweet. well yeah because he doesn't want to pull it up there i'm not pulling yeah, it up. <laughs> i'm not doing that i don't have a camper i tent camp like a man all right but if there is I'd a camper say, I listen, listen, it. listen. No, yeah, i can't you're right yeah i was gonna say something but I, at the end you of the are day, you are right. outnumbered here i yeah. am very outnumbered and you know what i we will all sleep forever it, it doesn't matter yeah, you know what though i'm gonna take my air conditioning I'm going to take my heat. I'm going to take my bathroom and I'm going to love it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm going to love it. And I'm going to own it. Your mattress. It, I'm, I love my, but yeah, absolutely. My two inch foam topper on it. My <laughs> microwave coffee pot in the morning. And uh, you know, I'm just going to own it. On the, you know? on the camp chef. It's all good. Our camp chef cooking stuff. Oh, so oh I love that. Speaking no, that, Jared, Jared we should do that. Down. You got, hey, Jared, yeah, bring I'll, it. I'll help with gas. I'll, we'll split if you, gas. If you guys go to Travis City Keyway, that's probably the only place you're going to find, to be honest. There's not a lot in that area because we, we looked already. But uh, let us know if you go there. That'd be awesome. We'll, we'll come right there. up next to you. We'll like, uh, you know what? We will show up without a camper and just be like, hey, hey guys, uh, you got a little room on the floor for, for Dave, Dave, I mean, well, I think you want, might actually now have that we know the love relationship, we only need one bed. We only yeah. need one bed. Yeah. <laughs> hey if guys, I'm not uh, mistaken, I, I think Dave actually has several beds available. Maybe Dave, it depends Dave. if the kids go. Shan's saying they might go now, so we'll see. Oh, oh now it's all changing. Oh, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> When we get there, I'm going to come find you and I'm going to have this uh, sign that's like gone shooting. I'm going to put it up on your booth and you're going to come with us well, and we're going to lose some arrows together. I don't I have a it. booth. That's what the thing. So we, this is what happened. Hey, this is what doing? I was getting to. So we go and then we get tasked. We get tasked. So for instance, Botech, they call me and they say, hey, you're going to be at TAC. We need you to do a take over our, our Facebook page live from the TAC. And I'm like, okay. What am I going to say? No. I mean, that's like amazing. Right. I get to take over their Facebook page live. And I'm like, that's yeah, so sure, cool. I'll do it. Then Bear calls me and says, well, hey, you're going to be attacked. You need to <laughs> you need to come over. We want a full podcast, sit down. So these are the, the perks of being part of what we've done with the other stuff that allow us to get, you know, to do these extra special things. So Saturday, we'll be sitting down with, with Bear for the tim will be there kevin i don't know if he's coming yet or not jamie will be there and we'll be live with them at their booth then we're gonna do like a live thing with our our phones and then i don't know if it's friday or say we'll be at g5 because we have to go to prime as well oh yeah i know you guys work at prime so yeah we'll, we'll yep. be at the prime booth uh for a little bit doing that as well i don't know I don't think it'd be the live session. It'd more be probably a sit down with, with, with G5. I'm not sure. G, you know, G5 is right next to us here. They're like 40 minutes from here. <laughs> I, you know, so funny. I, one of my favorite all time pieces of archery equipment is made by G5 and it's the mega meat. The mega meat is yeah. a glorious invention that flies like a field point And it, it, I just love it. Like it makes me so happy uh, in terms of what a uh, mechanical broadhead is. It, it's great. I'll tell you what, you know, their Montecs are amazing as well. Yep. And I've, I've killed so many years. deer with a Montec. It's, it's unbelievable. I <clears throat> purposely, 
stopped using G5 for a few years on purpose, just because I knew they work so good. And since we do like a testing type thing here, yeah. I was like, I got to shoot something else. Cause these are already done. These are check Mark done. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. like pretty impressive really, but I had, um, have you got now, are you guys shooting prime bows? Yeah. Yep. Uh, is it like the, which inline do you guys use an inline or? Yeah, yep. I'm, you're the three. I'm the yep, one. Three. I went short this year and it's, I like it. It's a little harsher draw, obviously. Um, but I wanted it just for maneuver, maneuvering around in Michigan, basically. Yeah, smart. I like it. Yeah, we got the three, um, but I really wanted the one because I agree. I like to see the smaller. Is the one, a, is that like a 30 inch axle axle or 28? No, it's not 20. It's got to be like a 30, I bet. I think it's a 30. It's, it's a 31 or 30. And that one, it's probably 31. That makes sense. Inline one. And then inline three would be 33. Inline five was the 35. Yep. That's got to be right. It's, yeah, ATA is 31 inches. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> anyway, so when we were talking to those guys, you know, they, they're on the podcast. Uh, I don't know. When were they on the podcast, Tim? A couple, a couple months, months back. Ago. Right when that yeah. bull launched. So, back in October. Yep. Anyway, we talked about the inline system on the cam, which was super impressive, you know, because yeah. the concept that they were first off, let's, let's just talk about the idea that they create a new cam, right? That's not easy to do. No. People want to think that see, we do bow testing for all these bow companies and to make a new cam is very harsh and takes a long time. Hoyt's yeah. a great example. It took them years to create a whole new cam. They off had of the that same cam, cam and a half, years. right? Yeah. yeah. For years, they had the same. They finally did a new one. Bear Archery, same thing. They did the EKO. And now they just launched another new cam last year. So, I mean, these things are not easy to do, mainly because of patents. You know, there's already, everybody owns everything almost. There yeah. is. So for G5 to create this inline was really impressive. And um, the only issue they had, and it's still an issue, and I don't think it'll be an issue going forward because, you know, people will, they'll, they'll fix it, I'm sure, a different way, but is the 31-inch draw people. The bow don't go to 31. And they, they acknowledged it right on the podcast publicly that don't go 31. There's nothing we can do. It's that design that cam just can't do it. So if you want it, you still have to get one of these other models, unfortunately. But majority of us don't care. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the 31's kind of on the on the small side of the curve, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. It's a great shooting bow, the inline. So I, I can't, you know, it is what it is. You're not gonna always fit everybody, it's just not gonna happen. Stop being no. so lengthy. I know you gotta have short yeah, short enough. I, yeah, I've I've liked it so far. Shoot short. I, I feel like it's quieter than the, than the last, uh, yeah. iterations. Um, no, I, I really liked it. It seems like, um, it's tuned pretty well held its tune. Um, how long know, have I you guys really been working it. with them? This is our second year. Yes. Second year. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Michigan guys. We, we, you know, just people we, we seem to kind of connect with. And like I said, I, I shot a lot of their bows beforehand. Um, I like the synergies and the synergy hybrid were, were awesome bows. Um, I had the ion. I had a lot of their bows. So like I said, I owned a lot for a while. I had a little He's bit of a problem. Almost every model of bow. It would be hey, a, you don't you got a problem. Have, you would have if a you seen from... down here, you'd be like, that's a problem. That's right. I can see in the background. You got some say nothing back there. Say nothing. If you it was like 50, <laughs> I think our last count was like over 40. <laughs> no, I just bought, I just bought additional 10 bows of for our classic series. I just bought like yesterday. But what, what? Yeah. you're gonna love this. You're gonna Son love of a Oh, sorry. That was my camera, not my mic. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna wow. How many did you buy? Like I spend money. <laughs> um, so I bought, I bought these traditional bows, like old ones, like Fred yeah. Bear, 
dude, I'm so pumped. Like I told Kevin, wait, do you see this? There's one, it's like a, what is it? I got the wood. It's got this special wood and I'm Tim's going to be so pissed because of so much money, but Kevin's going to be so pumped. <laughs> it's worth it. it. Tim just grew an ulcer. I just watched it pop. Right. Tim's our finance guy. He's like, what the stuff do we Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is what I got. And I talked to Bear Archery about this. That's why I know it's a good deal. It's the only reason I know this because I called him. I was talking about like, dude, that's a good deal. I, you know, so I good deal compared to what diamond ring. So bear archery right hand zebra wood grizzly recurve it's a 19 what year was this thing 52 or something it's a good year it's a good year yeah no that's a classic right and it's in pristine condition it's not like it looks like is that what the advertisement said that's great man is that on ebay (laughs) yes oh wow is that what it was did you bit on that must sell (laughs) he seems great yeah michigan the original p-o-o-s (laughs) <laughs> signed by fred barrett says there was in no way yeah is fred it really? barrett, i got an uncle fred price. price yeah, yeah. <laughs> 250 fb not bad 250's not bad no not bad no he's actually really good so yeah, check, those, these, check these deals you spent, out you you spent more on worse yeah i check these deals out though i got a, a bear black panther yeah. compound bow for a hundred bucks there you go wow I mean, That's... this is a bow from like 1985 or something. It's literally like I got a, um, listen to this. I got a high country safari with a rest. Oh, 50 bucks. Yeah. Yep. Dang. That rest alone is 50 Dang. bucks. I've got then, uh, I've got an old Oneida Eagle for you. I oh, will borrow that. There you go. I, I broke a few of those. I get rid of that. You I still have, you found that, Jared? No, I sold it. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for 50 bucks i think actually don't we have a don't we have a kestrel an Oneida not anymore kestrel we sold that's it that's what i money. had it was yeah. a kestrel kestrels were yeah. worth a lot those, those were he <laughs> when i met that was the first bro that was the first bow i ever broke that was <laughs> those are those are crazy loud bows like yeah slow too clap. oh yeah yeah uh, in this was, room Right now, I have this room alone in our this is our office in here. But I have all the old Matthews bows, not all of them, but I have the Featherlight, the Feather Max, the Ultralight, the Z7, the Helium. There's a there's a, a PSC over there. Um, the Zero Cam or No Cam, I should say. No Cam. Reason oh, Switchback. I had a reason. I had the me and Jared and I both had that Slow Cam, uh, and I actually <laughs> loved it. I hated the. Bow. I got so much crap for for having that bow, but. I don't care. It was real smooth. Yeah, there's just a, there's a ton in here. Um, this is just right now the Matthews area, but I got like Bowtech. I got, I'm getting to the bear thing. Bear's like so old, you know, it, it goes back a ways. Them and Pearson yeah. are very hard to do this with because there's just so many models. And then right. I really wanted to touch on some of the traditional bows um, because I just felt like we're missing that and people still have an interest and I can tell by certain videos and what I, you know, the views and people's comments, yeah. like they want to see this or that. And so I thought, you know, I better do a couple of traditional bows in here that are old. And to be honest, I always wanted to own one that has the Grayling logo. If I'm being Oh honest. yeah. That's sweet. Uh, old. So, oh yeah. But the thing about trad bows is you get some trad snobs. People are snobby yeah. when it comes to, tra- I, yeah. I jumped in and the, these people came out of the woodwork about my form was wrong. I'm around. I I used a, uh, an ILF riser. That was a problem. You violated every etiquette rule in the book. 
And I was, yeah, here's the thing. I wasn't going to be deadly whether I was doing following the book or not. You know, I was going to miss a deer no matter what. And so I just did it my way. Uh, you, do, you do you, man. I did. And yep. I did. I like Yes, it. sir. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot more Michigan. You know, Michigan had a lot of brands for a while. Uh-oh. Yeah. Whoa. There it is God. right there. The Osprey. Osprey. This Osprey. thing's worth big money. That's a bow fishing bow right there. Yeah, you an original the, Osprey. Yeah, this never leaves here again, Ooh, Kevin. This thing's that worth That has the wood handle on it. My that God. will this kill is so many carp. That's a carp killing machine. Uh! Man. <laughs> it's this like thing. a 99% let off. Yeah, yeah. it's like brand new, too. It looks like great. a 1% let off. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh dave's hunting that's, with that this guys, year that's not oneida it's a cp oneida keep that in Ooh, mind that's the know. claude pollington oneida the michigan yeah the original that's how you know it's good yeah, yeah. that's not the original <sighs> tim actually it's the second ownership the original's on oh, New York. okay yeah yeah no but i remember but he was he was he was who owned it when we yes initially launched the hp right because i remember meeting him i think yep 2010 yeah. so it's interesting we started bhp in 2009 in 2010, yeah. we got a call from Oneida and said, hey, we see you guys are doing this online media stuff. We need help. Mm. And that's it. We worked with them for three years. I missed like three deer with their bows. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. <laughs> and I was like, I just told the story the other day because I don't care anymore because you know, we don't work with them anymore. But I, they, they have their own ranch in Michigan, the Buckpole Ranch. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this. Ted Nugent always used to go there. Okay. Anyway, high fence ranch. They, they own it. So... They say to me, I'm up there working at their whatever factory. And they're like, hey, you want to go shoot a deer outside? I'm like, what? Hell, yeah, let's go. They're like, yeah, you shoot whatever buck you want. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, so I go out there. <laughs> I'm sitting with this guide guy, huge guy, by the way, just huge guy, weighed <laughs> like 400 pounds. He's sitting between me and my buddy, Ron, who was there with me filming. And Ron was, he was up there, we were filming all this stuff inside their studio and all this, you know. So he's like, oh, let's go out there. So Ron's out there and he's filming and I'm sitting there and this, this buck comes in like a 110 inch deer. It wasn't even a big deer comes in, starts eating this corn, 18 yards. And I got this on video. I need to find this video. 18 <laughs> yards. I pull back that bow Kestrel 70 pounds. I fire that bow and no joke that deer duck the arrow <laughs> 18 yards, duck the arrow ran away. The and the guy looked at me and around says, the world. The, the guy looks at me and says, man, you couldn't hit a hippopotamus feels out there. <laughs> and he starts, yeah, if I had a darting bow, I would have smoked this deer. <laughs> you know, I was like, come on. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. It's hilarious. We're going to something there. That's what all I joke. got. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah it was a joke. I, I was like, this man. is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Jared. You never, uh, you never really, uh, did you ever shoot a deer with that, that old Oneida? I remember hearing it go off in the woods a few times. Yeah. It sounded like somebody shot a 22. Yes, I did. It was on my grandparents' old land. Yes. And it, was, it was dark. I'm talking like five minutes left of light or shooting light, we'll call it. We throw it legal shooting light. It was legal. Legal you. shooting light. <laughs> and I just remember seeing a deer stroll up and I, my pin, it was the old, it was like a slider, but it would just stuck out and there's like two channels on that pin that you could slide the pin up and you would like screw it in yeah you yeah talking about yeah. yeah you could the way the yeah. only way to move the we pin have some here they come in with the old bows that's i had yeah. that was my i had the same thing yep. yeah so eventually that rattled off somehow through the threading 
So I literally found a stick and jammed it in there till about it was even and shot it, a, <laughs> shot, shot it a couple times at a target. And it was good at 20. I'm like, all right, sweet. Let's do this. And I went out and shot and it was a little over like a yearling doe. <laughs> <laughs> I get up to it and I'm just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> some tender meat. Threw it over my shoulder and walked out and just like, all right, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, it sounds like my bear camp story. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. No doubt. I Dude, I was all excited. I Hoyt had sent me a carbon bow for this hunt. It was, I was all excited. I was like, oh, man. They called me. They're like, oh, yeah. I heard you're going on this bear. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, here. They sent me this, this awesome, awesome carbon bow at the time. This was back in 2014 or 15. And I was super pumped. I go there. This bear Spider. comes out. This is in deep Canada, too, by the way, northern Canada. Yeah. This mm-hmm. bear comes out and it, it looks huge. I'm like, oh man, we got a beast right here. I pull back. I got every camera angle you can imagine. GoPros going off, and like, there's like ten GoPros in my set, and they're just all going off. I'm like, <laughs> see this bear just get wrecked. I mean, it was a perfect shot. Takes off. I'm like, dang, that was awesome, you know. But then I got a little nervous being in bear country, but that's a different story, different time. Of course, yeah. Um, so anyway, the guys come, we go look for it, and I hear someone yell, "Someone shot a lab." <laughs> i get up there and you it's all a video you see my face i'm like what i mean it was like this big oh yeah (laughs) you know what they're dying because there's no shame no there's no shame in that i've shot well it's not it's not dave's well maybe it is he needed to get his hearing check but you know they 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 told him you know the big bears are the ones where their shoulders are at the barrel height right the top yeah, of the back. yeah he heard that as when they're standing up their head is yes. at the top of the bear you know <laughs> this, it, it was just a little misunderstanding it's That's just all. You hate they, to, you know they could fit in the barrel dave had an inkling <laughs> and it was going to be small because as it was running away, you heard another bear yell, hey, boo-boo. Yo. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Dude, they made me wear a hat and everything. I had to wear a hat during this hunt camp. I had Winnie the Pooh on it. That small oh, bear. Hey, you know awesome. what, Dave? It was How'd it eat? Was it delicious? <laughs> that was amazing. There you go. It was good. It there was you good. go. And you shot a bear. Most uh, people can say, couldn't say that. That was a weird year, though, because uh, while we were there, it, it – it, I definitely would have shot a bigger bear, put it that way. There were so many bears I never seen. I mean, there was like two or three per bay pile coming in. It was insane. Wow. You had yeah. them wreck the, the tent campers. Yep. In your uh in the spot yeah. you guys you would have died. While there. you guys you, were staying in your camper, RV. Yeah, you know? Jim, you would have died there. They the, a bear came <laughs> into the to our camp, came into our camp, got in the back of our UTV and started licking all the peanut butter and crap, right? Yeah. So I hear a guy. This story's funny, actually. We, we're all we're all hanging out. We go into our RVs, respective RVs, and we have a guy that's tenting. We hear a scream. We all run out. Uh, this guy's filming. He's like, "This bear was. There's a bear. It was in the back of your UTV. It was eating. It ran away. Okay, no problem. We all go back in. Hear another scream. We run back out. Same thing, right? Oh, it was back, and I charged me. Next thing, we all go back in. We're out there for like ten minutes now. We're thinking the bear's gone. We go back in. Then we hear. Oh my God, <laughs> we all run out there and I had seen it. Cause I looked through the back window. I saw this black mass going yeah. towards a tent and I'm like, Holy shit, it's going down. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just wrecks this dude's tent and just it starts like nibbling. Trying to get and there's a guy in there. Wasn't there? Yeah. There was somebody He's in screaming. the tent at the time. <laughs> 
took off and that, then he's begging people to sleep on the floor of their campers like inside he's like Hilarious. anybody please <laughs> yeah somebody put him up you yeah chevalier did no ba- bears are so cool they are they are yeah. the coolest they are might be my favorite animal to eat definitely my favorite animal to eat but yeah, they are good yeah, they are really good i was very surprised about how tasty some bear meat is man we've got really this impressive. we've got this bomber way of making bear we do yeah. uh like a full shoulder full ham you know throw it on the smoker do kind of a barbacoa with it nice and it is i mean it is the it's the best like actually was this a you creation jared was this you yes it was well, if you I get a bear it. this year i'm gonna yeah, we're coming you guys bear yeah, that sounds delicious man. in my freezer in my freezer right now i've got four whole the four quarters and then i've got you know like the back straps and stuff and a separate thing but i'm gonna be I kept them full i'm gonna be bringing you, my smoker up to, to the, the tack man what do you need do to it. do the barbecue the shoulder so you can you can use any quarter of an animal. You can do a deer shoulder. You can do Deer's a great. hind quarter. Okay. You literally throw the whole quarter bone in on your smoker for like three hours just to get some smoke flavor on it. Mm-hmm. Then all you do is put that whole shoulder in like a tin foil those tray. Big pans. You yeah. can buy like those disposable trays. Yeah. yeah. Put it in there with some peppers and onions, and some guys will put beer in there, or you can put some beef broth. I did a cider and some broth. Okay. And you cover Ooh, yeah. it and let it braise in there for like another two or three hours. And I'm telling you, you can take a fork and just. The, the trick is don't do it early. Right Make sure it's like falling off because it'll, mm-hmm. it'll contract and you'll all of a sudden see kind of the bone and then it'll kind of all the connective tissues will just. Melt. And it all that because bear fat, awesome. bear fat has none of that, that t- like that venison taste to it. Right, it's just right. sweet. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh my wife is not a big venison eater she doesn't like that gamey taste but this stuff it oh, i don't yeah. know what it does with the cooking process just that low and slow just dissolving the the uh Man, i gotta get a bear this year i know you bear. Bear. <laughs> you'll you'll never grind up your shoulders again it's no. it's seriously awesome i'm gonna do that that sounds amazing honestly how many people does it feed like i mean that's gonna oh, be oh, a you, lot it took I've us got, a week yeah it's a lot okay you may yep. put it on salads. You can make sandwiches, tacos. Chris, great wow. Christmas party. I brought it to a Christmas party last year. Last year with a bear quarter, and it they went fast. People yeah. were big fans. So. That sounds good. Oh, I'm freaking hungry now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about food. I'm out of bear meat, so I got to get a bear this year. So you going this year? Yeah. If you, I get oh, you're talking drawn. about Michigan though. If I get drawn, yeah. Which I should. I think I got six points, so I got a good shot. Good I'm stuff. back down to one. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. hey, listen, guys, we're over an hour. Well, we made it at least from <laughs> schedule time. So you guys made it. <laughs> you guys did a great job. You know, you you passed you passed the half hour mark. You, moved you off passed to the, the comeback one minute mark. You know, <laughs> so not not looking too bad. I think maybe we can you know talk to you and say hi at the tack. That'd be great. Love to see you guys there since we're in your be camper there. in the camper um, in your tent. Yeah, in your camper. It would just be cool, like acknowledge us in front of all the cool kids. Well, see, like, here's hey, the guys. problem with that. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this, Jim, and I, I don't want to ruin the purity of your camping. Fair. You know, that's so if fair. We, if we put you in one of our campers with air conditioning, you know, it just it might it might just ruin you for life. In a ruin it would moment, ruin you me. Know? Yep. So yep. when you guys come over, if you guys come over to the bear, I'll be like, hey, these guys shoot prime. <laughs> <laughs> I just like you one of these. 
<laughs> well, it was a good starter point, you know. Hey, these guys are idiots. You know what they would do though? They'd be like, "Dude, you got to pick up one of these traditionals and shoot it." That's what oh, they do. Yeah, they, 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 they had some that. pretty, pretty cool stuff going I'll on. I'll be shooting some trad, definitely. There you go. Yeah. You yeah, guys I'm, ever I'm do that? that uh, the long range. Actually, Jim, you've never been. Jared, you've been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tag. You, have you done the long range shoot? The one where you got to oh, yeah. hit the uh, the caribou way the, out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have not paid the money to do that, but I watched some other guys get real dang close to that that truck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool, man. That's always winning a truck tomorrow. I need a truck, Jared. I need a truck. <laughs> this next weekend, I'm it's me. You see, you live in Michigan. How do you not have a truck? This is craziness. I have a I have what I like to refer to as a he truck. Calls it's it a, a truck. It's a 2005 CRV, and it's hauled more oh, dead yeah. animals than most men's trucks on the road. <laughs> We've hauled like we we drove Put two, two bears on the top, two bears from West Virginia just now on the top I understand of that thing. Why wow. you're a tent camper? Okay, I get yeah. it. Dang it! <laughs> Dang it! Gosh. Got him. <laughs> that hurts. That's deep, Tim. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. And uh, Jared, thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate thank that you. as well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what? I gotta. I actually have to go on that. One little side note: if, if on Memorial Day weekend, don't thank your veterans because they're not dead. Okay. Yes, that is a a great not, point. I had yes. three or four people come and say, "Oh, Jared, thank you for your service." I'm like, "Dude, I am not dead right yeah, now." Yeah, today is not yeah, the day for me. Yeah, yeah maybe they have. Yeah. Maybe they had plans, Jared. Maybe go they had big go plans. Give a, <laughs> go give me a free meal on Veterans Day or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's a great point. Yep. Uh, all right, we'll see you guys. Get a hold of us before the tax so we can figure out when you guys are there. So we'll talk cool. soon. We'll do. Sounds see good. You guys. We'll see you. Thank you. The Bow Hunter Planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. This has been a presentation of bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.